Welcome to HorrorFatal.com, almost live, where sarcasm goes to the movies and snark watches TV, with your hosts, the Horror Fatal and the Diva Mummy. Welcome to HorrorFatal.com, almost live, I'm your host, the Horror Fatal, bringing you this week's horror news, reviews, recaps, and information. As always, I ask you to like, subscribe, or both on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or whatever platform you're listening to this cast on. Welcome to Regal Entertainment. Refreshments are available in the lobby. And please, keep our theater clean by disposing of trash in specified containers. And remember, gift certificates are available for any special occasion. Enjoy the show. like um, last week's episode we're going to do it a little differently there will be no news although I will mention that just before I started recording it was revealed that they will be doing an additional season or I don't know how or where because I didn't bother to read I just read the headline of Dexter is returning to Showtime Um, I would love to know what you guys think of that so Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram or the old-fashioned way on the blog, com, and let me know how you guys feel about it because I really want to know everybody's opinion because mine is kind of like, for why? But we're going to do three movies this week because it's Halloween and then again, screeners are coming out of my ears, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, horror is probably the one you know genre where we get content a lot anyway but we're really getting a lot of content because it's Halloween so sit tight and here we go and like the regal trailer said enjoy the show in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ I command you to give me your name Let me lead. All right, everybody, here we go. Three, two. Time to go off script.
kind of one of those uh, trailers that offers nothing. <laughs> it's it's not for the ear. You should have to see it, I guess. Anyway, that was the trailer for the cleansing hours, which is first up on the chopping block. <laughs> it is airing right now. It started airing on October eighth on Shutter. And it is the tale of Max and Drew, who are millennial entrepreneurs who've made themselves famous with a webcast they created called The Cleansing Hour, which streams live exorcisms. The catch? Each ceremony is elaborately staged to look like a real one in order to dupe their global audience. Until today, that is. When today's subject, Drew's fiance, actually turns out to be possessed. It stars Ryan Guzman, Kyle Galler, Alex Angelis, and it's directed by Damon Levesque. It is a Shutter original, and again, it is airing right now. And if you visit Horvitale.com, you can see the trailer. Okay, let's get into it. It's... I didn't have a whole lot of expectations for it, but just, just because of the premise or whatever. Um... I'm kind of cool on found footage films. I don't know how you guys feel about them. I've seen so many, like everyone else, when they first started showing them, loved them. I, when they first started making them, I loved them. I thought they were the, the you know, so cool and slick and interesting and new, blah, 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 blah. Flash forward to everybody does a found footage, because, footage film because they're cheap to do. Um, and we've kind of done it. To death now we've kind of beat this horse or whatever but turns out I actually kind of dug this um first off the whole concept of them initially being charlatans and making up this whole um, exorcism thing that would be an actual it reminds you of if you're old like I am there used to be a there there used to be these televangelists I think they're still around I don't know I don't watch that stuff anymore but there used there used to be like all these televangelists in the 80s and the 90s or whatever and all of them were fake but they would all claim to like heal people or whatever I think Kenneth Copeland he might still do that because I think if, if I'm not mistaken he's healing people from the COVID <laughs> by just saying COVID be gone do not send Kenneth Copeland your money please don't do that anyway so the concept of them actually making up all of these uh exorcism and people tuning in to watch it online it's it's not a good concept it's actually probably unfortunately a good scam <laughs> and in their way they were only you know making money they these particular gentlemen are selling merchandise no harm no foul kind of um and i think they might have been selling i want to hope i can't remember I should have rewatched it before I did this, but I know they were selling merchandise or whatever, and they're probably generating funds through advertising, you know, because I think it's supposed to be like a YouTube kind of thing. Um, so it wasn't as bad as detrimental. However, the demons got pissed that they were deciding to do this, <laughs> and they decided to test them in front of the world and possess somebody and it happened to be the fiance um the guy that plays the priest uh what's his name Kyle Gallner I think is how you pronounce it he died so that was nice thank you <laughs> we appreciate it for the ladies and yes I'm object objectifying him I'm still gonna do that I don't care 
anyway, he kind of had this whole Constantine vibe by him, the way he was carrying his up. He had the hair and the, the swag or whatever. So um, I could see how people would tune in to watch it. I don't think a whole lot of people believe that, you know, you'll see. I don't think people believe that he was, you know, really exercising demons anyway. I think they were tuning in for the camp of it all and, and the cheesy of it all. And they got really way more than they particularly bargained for with this particular um episode that's the narrative of the movie um you you're not gonna really love any of the characters that was good you know that you're not you're not gonna you know you're really not gonna care who's the final girl so to speak you'll you'll be you know just watching to see what happens next um i enjoyed that the demon was no Reagan from exorcism I mean exorcist or anything but she was pretty pretty fucked up um and very petty which I thought was very cool her kills are vicious um like I said the concept is pretty good um a little bit ridiculous though um (laughs) but it's it's a horror movie what do you expect um they did a really good job with you know um, the concept of it but the thing about it was the demons controlling everything but not the tech that part was kind of funny <laughs> that was kind of funny and you you know but again you have to suspend reality to enjoy what's going on um it had a greater message i don't know whether it was trying to say social media is bad or you know you kind of have this hot priest and he kind of will do anything for follows so i don't know whether the whole movie is quote-unquote rebuking like that see what i did there rebuking social media or whether it was just happened to be a coincidence or what have you i again i don't want to spoil you on it um how many kills i think there were four kills that i can remember offhand then a big massive kill in the end you'll see again i don't want to spoil you um but it is currently playing on shutter right now and I suggest that you tune in. We're going to keep the Shutter thing going. So the next film up is The Mortuary Collection. This poor soul's journey has come to an end. From dust we started, to dust we return. Every corpse tells a story. It is our task to listen. So these are all stories about how people died. Some tales even I find too unsettling to recount. She's dead! You gotta get that body out of your apartment. Keep your doors locked tonight and keep an eye out for crazies. Oh, monsters! That's pretty cool. Yes, it is, isn't it?
that was the trailer for the Mortuary Collection. And it is airing right now as we speak on Shudder. It premiered today. <laughs> okay, a young drifter applies for a job at the local mortuary and meets an eccentric mortician who chronicles the strange history of the town through a series of twisted tales, each more terrifying than the last. It stars Clancy Brown, Caitlin Cluster, Barack Hatterley, Christine Kilmer, and Jacob Ellery, and it's directed by Ryan Spittle. It is also a Shudder original. Ryan Spetter has another um, film that I have to watch now because of this one called The Babysitter, Kill the Babysitter Killers. And it's featured a little bit in um, a scene in this movie, The Mortuary Collection. Um, I like this movie. Um, um, I, I'm a sucker, as you guys have heard me repeatedly say and tweet, for anything that involves spooky places um and this is a mortuary i mean what's more spooky than an old school old-fashioned old home turned into a mortuary absolutely i'm for it um and i'm also a fan of this kind of framing that they do that um ryan does with this because he has a sinister character the mortician played by a very heavily made up and very um <laughs> spooky looking Clancy Brown whose voice is made for this kind of thing and he they weave each tale they give you we get four tales and um he tells three and the young drifter tells the fourth one because she has that kind of attitude like we would have that wasn't scary let me try um and each tale does give a lesson there are four tales. I think the my favorite two um, in there, because I'm not going to spoil you, because I do want you guys to view the actual film. Um, look out for Tale 2, which features a really grody <laughs> frat boy that gets his comeuppance. You know, I love a good comeuppance, and he gets it. And it's a lesson learned <laughs> for you fellas out there. And tale three, I mean the the um, final tale, actually is tale four. Sorry, the final tale that she tells, like um, stated in the description, the, the synopsis, they get a little gruesome as they go. And so it's the final tale of the of the show, and it's a really nice twist to it. It has nice kills to it. Um, so those two are my favorite. The the tales um, start off being kind of goofy and you know or whatever, but they get better as all of these types of films do. Um, overall, if you've ever watched um, Tales from the Hood, this was Tales from the Hood, just not as uh, heavy. Tales from the Hood, you know, had uh, the different lessons that you learn from actual tales from the hood or whatever um different things that each of those characters experience and you learn something from each of the characters like the first i'll just tell you the first one is kind of like don't be stinking your nose where it don't belong don't be nosy because literally bad things will happen um and so that that's kind of the whole premise of the film or whatever and again there is a nice twist just like um from tales from the hood but i won't again tell you what that 
twist is where you know it, it turns sinister for everybody involved <laughs> um overall it's a good it's a good film it's it's not bad at all i have questions you know it's not perfect it's not the the best thing you'll see but i do say add it to your rotation add it to your rotation if you're a fan of like i said tales from the hood i cannot pimp that movie enough <laughs> i guess i need to rewatch it i guess it's telling me i should rewatch it but if you're a fan of that film you will like this one um this is the white folks version <laughs> i had to throw that in sorry but um it's 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 pretty good i i will give it that i love the um the way it was shot it was shot very um not campy but campy-ish away in a way it had a um very old school creep show kind of kind of vibe to it so no wonder it's on shutter right it's where it should be on shutter and again um well actually it's october 14th when i'm recording this but it starts airing on october 15th which is thursday so add it to your rotation for your 61 days of horror and like i said it's it's pretty good and it's making me want to go back and watch his earlier work I know some of my compadres got a chance to interview him. I did not. <laughs> Actually, I didn't ask either, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, so ch I would suggest you check out The Mortuary Collection and The Babysitter Killer. Because if The Mortuary Collection is any indication of um, that, and I think it is, I'm interested to see his other work. Because, again, the way this is shot in the framing pretty good i enjoyed it so both um the mortuary collection and the cleansing hour are both airing on shutter and one more time i'm going to i promise you guys i'm going to talk to my guy <laughs> about getting a preview code a trial code for you guys to check out these films because shutters is, is is kicking ass and again next week will be um joe bob's halloween special which is fun so you're not gonna want to miss that i'm just saying and i watched the mask of the red death again the vincent price movie it's really 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 it was prophetic because <laughs> that shit's happening now i tweeted out that who knew that that film was going to be a damn documentary one day um if you don't know if you haven't read it it's an edgar Allan poe um um story put on film whatever i read the i'm a big fan of edgar Allan poe i have a huge edgar Allan poe book collection anyway but um in that there's prince right he has this masquerade ball right and there's a plague in the town and he's kind of like fuck the plague fuck fuck, <laughs> fuck the peasants and their silly diseases <laughs> whatever but um the the masked character goes through the castle and kills everybody who knew that shit was a damn documentary <laughs> just saying just pay attention to what's going on but we'll be back with our third and final quote-unquote review of this cast in just a second and we're gonna change networks we're going over to hulu now i mean sorry netflix oops <laughs> sorry hulu
come up with a story. I know what loss is. Your parents loved you so, so much. In a way, they'll always be here. That was the trailer for The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is a mini-series that is currently available to be streamed on Netflix. Um, okay. It's season two of, um, this series. I don't know whether it's going to be a trilogy. I, I think it will be, or whatever. It's nine episodes, and each episode is about an hour or so long. It is created by Mike Flanagan, and Mike Flanagan, um, if you're a horror head, which I think most of us are that are listening to this, because why would you be listening to it anyway, <laughs> for no reason, if you are not, but he directed um, the first season, and created the first season, and was the writer, um, as he is this one, of the first incarnation of this, it was The Hunting of Hill House. And he also did Gerald's Game. And most prominently recently he did Dr. Sleep. Um, let's see. We're going to run through a little bit further. He did Ouija. Origin of Evil. Oculus. Um, let's see. Before I Wake. He also wrote that. Um, and so he. I got it. First I want to say. He. I follow him on Twitter. He he liked one of my tweets once. <laughs> I think he might have followed me until he read how I felt about Dr. Sleep. And I thought that was a very um, gracious review or whatever. Because um, you can go read it at Um I stand by it. Sorry. 
but he makes gorgeous things the films and stuff that he makes they're gorgeous they are shot beautifully and he manages to get really good performances out of his actors um with each thing that he does so well done um and he seems like such a nice guy <laughs> he seems like a really really nice guy um and i actually took a bit of um ad- kind of advice or whatever because i used to do a worst a best and worst list or whatever but i think things are so negative anyway in the world and this is my kumbaya california i moved to california girl thing that's going because i try to to see good in everything because it's entertainment and you know i've realized that these people pour their hearts and souls into these things and you know so i've I've decided not to do worst i just mentioned the the films that i really liked or whatever i think that's a better way to go anyway i'm ranting. i'm doing my usual rant welcome to me um anyway the haunting of bly manor it's after an opiers um, tragic death, Henry hires a young American nanny to take care of his orphan niece and nephew who reside at Blight Manor with the chef Owen, groundskeeper Jamie, and housekeeper Mrs. Grouse. Um, it stars uh, Henry Thompson, Amelia B. Smith, who uh, plays Flora, the little girl, Benjamin Evan Einstein, who plays the little guy Miles. Henry Thomas, you know, from E.T., he plays Henry Wingrave and did a pretty good English accent. I wasn't mad at him for it. Um, Carla Gugino, I can never say her name. Um, she plays the storyteller. It's also done in, um, like I mentioned in the previous review, a little bit of somebody's telling a story. They're telling the narrative of these people. Um, Let's see, uh, Victoria Pedretti plays Danny, the lead character. Um, Oliver Jackson Cohen plays Peter. Um, and Tanidia Miller is Mrs. Gross, was my MVP. She was my character, man. I like. I really liked her. And then we have um, Raul Coley, who was in iZombie. He plays Owen. And um, Tarira Sheriff, she plays Miss Jessel, the previous nanny. Um... Uh, well, she was the au pair. They called her the au pair. <laughs> the American girl, the nanny. What's that about? <laughs> anyway, um, and it's, it's all the episodes were not directed by Mike Flanagan. Um, Siren Foy directed two episodes. Liam Gavin, Ben Howling, Yolanda Yen- Remick, I'm sorry, XL um, Carol, and E.L. Katz. They all took a part in it. And you can read the writing credits <laughs> um <sighs> okay was it scary at all what it, what this basically is if you are a um gothic horror lover you will love this because this is purely what it is um with a bit, a bit of a love story thrown in there i'm finding and i hate to say this because again i don't want to I'm up here bashing because that's not what I want to do. Um, I'll, I'll just say this. Gothic horror is not my thing. It, it's not my thing. Um, but I also realize that the genre is changing a lot or whatever. I don't think we're going to have the great slashers anymore that I grew up on in the 80s and the 90s when I was coming up watching horror movies. And so 
that's fine because I also think that films like Invisible Man, although the fanboys y'all got to come into this century, y'all, <laughs> it was a good film. Um, things like that, where it's conscious horror, and you know, it, it's horror is one of those genres that is very much of the present or whatever. So, but I'm not a I'm not a big fan of like this style of horror. I I, I like to actually be scared and you it's very possible to do that um there was a film this this during this pandemic called host also airing on shutter <laughs> it's airing on shutter this is netflix but um it was downright had some moments in there so it can still be done um i'm still i i can still have a good jump scare or whatever this relies on like i said this gothic type this beauty and these these tales or whatever and it it's the manner that they shoot it in is gorgeous and it it's the perfect location for a good old gothic horror um it's also a good you know indication uh, i mean location for a old-fashioned fucking haunted house man because it had that that I wanted burnt offerings, which I went and watched during my. I watched four episodes of this, and then I went and watched burnt offerings. Offerings. Um, it had that kind of appeal to it, where there could have been Miss Allardyce in the attic or something. But the the villain in this is the lady in the lake. Um, yeah, she's kind of weak sauce. But anyway, um you know these 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 are not traditional ghost stories and the characters they're character studies i felt that the first film um hill house was a character study um because that's that's basically what this is it's the same thing is that that these characters are running from things and the, what's haunting them is actually you know their feelings or whatever wrong they think they did or whatever demon they have in the in their heads and that kind of thing is very psych psychological or whatever um that has a certain appeal to a lot of people just not me so um but you know it had the setup it had the old school sense and like i said the big stately manner manner or what have you um it, you know the lead character you know she left america because you know again she's not running from something that haunts her it, well she does you'll see she does well she does have an actual entity which we think is an entity that's kind of following her but it's not really it's kind of her conscience um we find out that she's a lesbian and it this takes place in like 1985 i want to say so you couldn't be a lesbian <laughs> well you could be but it was very difficult so she left you know America with you know the, our pure medical tyranny um, process and, and you know goes over to England where well, I think it was um, a little less stringent about that kind of thing there I don't know I, you know I have no idea really of, of 1985 England because I was a kid in America a single digit child so I have no idea um I'm just basing on what I know of America <laughs> and our history with I'm not gonna get into it anyway um 
but that her fiance gets killed and her it's really her her guilt from that whole situation that's haunting her or whatever I'm not gonna spoil everybody's whole shebang whole story but that's basically what it is um the backstory of the lady in the lake and how she became to be was um that part was pretty good um but it's so freaking slow the whole entirety of the series was slow I don't know that we needed um <laughs> this many episodes to be honest um I think we could have we could have we probably could have made do with four. <laughs> I really do think they could have got this told. This told they could have did maybe an hour and a half, and that probably would have worked out to be the same thing, honestly. But I don't, I don't know that we needed nine episodes of it. That's just me, but you know, that's neither here or there. Um, yeah, yeah, the entire series is slow. Um. They have some really beautiful love stories that come about from this this film, which is kind of the point of the whole thing. I think it, um, you know, all the characters. You will like all of the characters. Um, I don't think there is one that you don't root for. Even the um, the character played by uh, um, what's his name? I want to. I keep wanting to call him Elliot. <laughs> Harry Thomas um, again plays Harry, and I think he's supposed to be the one character that you don't really care about. You, but you, there's a twist in there that you will actually feel bad for him too, and you'll pull for him as well. Um, it's gothic horror, like I said. There is no real gore. There are not a whole lot. I mean, there are kills, but they're tame. Um. It almost could have been PG thirteen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um I, I think a lot of people will say that it was uh very scary. It's it's definitely a play on the innocence if you've ever um seen that film and I think that was intentional. I'm pretty sure that's what uh Mike um Flanagan is uh, channeling with this this film um let's see what else what else can i tell you uh, it, ha it, it it does have a um then this is by the way that i suggest you watch that it's pretty good it's um it's kind of it's kind of the same thing um but i like the innocence better because at that time it just was better because it was um, old school and you know black and white and you know all of it's based on the turn of the screw by the way Henry James so anyway I'm dragging on my brain is starting to relax <laughs> as you can tell I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh nope I think that's it I, I try not to be too negative, but again, if you like gothic horror, you will dig this. If you are a fan of um, the innocence and the turning of the screw, and and if you just love, love, love the first one, everybody, I'm I'm the, probably that rare person that didn't think Hill House was that great. Like I said, it was a character study; it wasn't scary to me at all. And that again, that could be because I've watched so much of this stuff in my lifetime that. I may not even know what's scary anymore or whatever. Um, I'm again, please 
um, DM me or hit me up on Twitter or Instagram or whatever because I want to hear your thoughts because I think I'm probably in the minority of people that um, didn't really think this was that great it was it was it wasn't bad like I said it's beautiful but um if there's a third inkling I probably won't watch it it's it's not my thing and and it's and that's fine I'm I'm learning to I don't want to criticize things that are not my thing things that are not aimed at me and and that's happening a lot (laughs) um it is currently airing right now on Netflix it'll take you probably you can watch it in one day or whatever like I said they're like um, an hour or so long and you know I'm trying to think of it there's um the black and white episode where they reveal the lady in the lake and her story is is gorgeous the whole thing's gorgeous but that was one that was really um really really pretty because you know when you're doing stuff in black and white and you have to still make it kind of scary looking and but yet gorgeous and they pull that off really really well so that's my review of the haunting of blind manor i'm gonna get off of here and let you guys be on your merry way <laughs> so i can go and be on my merry way because clearly it's, it's it sounded like i need a nap or some shit i don't know I'm getting real punchy and repetitive. That's not what we want. I'm supposed to ramble, goddammit. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask you guys to follow me on the socials at the Horfatal on Instagram and at Horfatal on Twitter. Until next week, when I'll be back with three more films. Um, I'm going to ask you guys to wear your mask, wash your hands, and have some sweet nightmares thanks for coming to see our show sad to tell you we got to go grab your hat and head for the door in case you didn't notice anymore if you like our show tell everyone but if you think it's great keep your big mouth shut we're glad you came but we have to shout adios au revoir It's over!